Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful, uh, uh, what is today, Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday morning. And uh, I don't know about you all, but I had a hard time getting up this morning. Did not want to get up at all. And uh, appreciate your patience as I took a, uh, a few weeks off here at uh, Christmas, a New Year's break. Uh, my family uh, was, uh, my wife works at the school, and of course my daughter's in school, and so uh, just take a little break uh, to spend that time with them, and uh, it was uh, really nice, it really was, and appreciate all the people who um, messaged me and want to know when the devotions will start back. It makes me feel good to know that people are uh, enjoying these uh, morning devotions and look forward to them, and so that does uh, does mean a lot, it really does, so uh, uh, appreciate, uh, you know, sometimes it, um, I don't think people really understand uh, the uh, uh, mental, spiritual, emotional uh, battles that go on behind the scenes and um, uh, doing devotions five days a week, preaching uh, to Sunday and Wednesday, and uh, it, uh, it wears you down. It really does. And uh, sometimes I think it would uh, be easier to do a, a physical job uh, than to try to do um, uh, uh, preaching and speaking and teaching. I really do. But... Uh, but nonetheless, I enjoy it, and praise God for his uh, calling, that's for sure. So, appreciate all those who are joining in this morning, and uh, so let's go ahead and dive in. So, uh, we're going to look at 1 John, uh, oh, well, you know, before we do that, uh, I've gotten out of, out of habit of our normal uh, routine. Uh, let's do it, but first let's stand and do our Pledge of Allegiance. I don't know what I was thinking this morning, so let's go ahead and do that. Let's stand. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, praise the Lord for that, and uh, apologize, I've got a little uh, out of, uh, out of, uh, routine here and about forgot to uh to do that this morning so uh but uh jennifer honeycutt uh said uh, good morning first devotion of 2021 yes ma'am and darlene barker said glad you're back so i appreciate that darlene really do appreciate you ladies watching each morning and uh and you gentlemen who watch as well but uh, i know it's early i got i've had several people say uh uh, you know, uh, I can't get up that early, and so I, well, I watch it later in the day, and that's fine. That's good. You know, I, I do it early so um, people can catch it before they go to work, but, uh, you know, that way it's out there, and you can watch it uh, anytime that's convenient for you, so that's a good thing. But So let's go ahead and look at First uh, John uh, chapter 4, uh, verse 8. And so if you have your Bibles handy, let's go ahead and take a look at that there. Let me get over here. All right. Uh, he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And, of course, as me, Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Now, um, look at this passage this morning. You know, I feel like the words love are thrown around uh, too easily, too cheaply. And, uh, you know, because the reason why I say that is, you know, you can say, well, I love pizza or I love the Vols or uh, I love... Uh, uh, baseball or, you know, you can say a lot of different things, you know, it, it can be, um, uh, not as meaningful, uh, you know, in fact, there's a lot of people who are, that's why I try to tell my kids, uh, you know, don't be so quick to say, I love you to somebody. Cause I said, you know, sometimes you can confuse, 
uh, infatuation or lust <laughs> with love, and uh, you want to really be sure to uh, take your time and really get to know somebody before you throw that word out there. But it's so easy to for these kids today to because uh, they, they don't really haven't really experienced uh, life and, and what true love is, and and so it's so easy for them to throw that out there. And of course, you know, I, I kind of hit on this briefly. Um, Sunday evening in, in the regards to the different types of love. Uh, you know, there's agape love, filio, uh, where you get Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, eros, erotic kind of love. Uh, you know, you, you've got all these different types of love out there. Of course, the love that God displays is uh, agape love, uh, that, that is the true love. But, you know, when we look at society and culture, uh, one thing that um, uh, in regards to when we say that God is love, uh, so many want to misuse uh, that uh, those words that God is love and and trying to twist it to say that he is tolerant of sin. And nothing will be further from the truth. God hates and abhors sin. And uh, it really uh, sticks in my craw, if you will, uh, or Dad always says it burns his bacon, uh, that, uh, that how people... Uh, when I see that on social media, well, God loves everybody, or that um, uh, you know, I, I know that God loves us no matter what, and you know, there is truths to the fact that God does love us all, or He would have sent His only Son to uh, uh, to try to save the elect. That's why He sent uh, His Son to save uh, those He has chosen. Uh, and out of his mercy, uh, his wrath has not been poured out on the unchurched and on the unbelievers. So, yes, in part, God does love us all uh, because he does show mercy even to the uh, unbelievers and unchurched. Uh, good morning, Ed. And uh, so, you know, it is uh, even an unbeliever can display uh, a type of selfless love. You can see that in uh, you know, whether they're a police officer or a, a military individual who throw themselves in front of a bullet or something to save somebody else's life. You know, you don't have to be a Christian to demonstrate a type, that type of selfless love. But true love is only from God, is only from Jesus Christ. And it, it is very frustrating uh, when people who do not know God's word, who want to justify sin and say, uh, well, I know God loves me. Well, you know, God's sent his son to show you the way to show you the way to righteousness and to truth but he does not condone sin and i don't care if that's if you're gay straight or whatever if you're living a sinful lifestyle god is not going to condone that you know just like i've seen uh men and women alike messing around with uh, a, a married individual <laughs> and, you know uh, and, and i'm like you know wait that's that's wrong well i know that's what god wants i'm like no that is not what god wants god is not going to send you to split up a, a family that, that's insanity you know that that's not how that works you know it's, it's even in the vows what god has joined together let no man separate you know and uh and so when people make those kind of comments i'm like it's like you know uh, an electrical shock. It's like, what are you thinking? You know, you 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 don't do that. I like what the, what Doctor Phil says. Said if they will cheat with you, they will cheat on you. You know, and so uh, it is. Uh, but that's you know that, again, they're confusing lust with love, and uh, so God's not going to to honor that. God's not going to uh, uh, bless that. 
Uh, same thing with uh, those who are dealing with gender identity issues. You know, it's so sad that they have believed the law of the world uh, to think that that lifestyle choice is okay and that that path is an, an okay path to go down. And uh, it is wrong. And I've told you before that you cannot be a Christian and live a blatant, unrepentant lifestyle like that. Uh, God's word is very clear. Uh, you're not going to get into heaven. And uh, it just, these people who think that they are Christians and living that kind of life are severely uh, misled. And it's sad. It really is. And but I have told you before, now if there's someone out there who are who is battling uh, homosexual tendencies, uh, they're trying to refrain from that, they're striving to have, you know, they've give, given their life over to Jesus Christ, but they're fighting those inclinations, uh, then they're no different than any other Christian who are fighting uh, issues in their lives. That's, that part is true. But we, the world has confused what love truly is. They do not understand God's true, holy, uh, and reverent love for us. And, uh, and the fact that he does hate and abhor sin. And I think that's a real problem with our society today is the fact that uh, there's the, people, the people of this world uh, do not abhor, do not hate sin. Uh, you know, it's all about love, and peace, and chicken grease. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, they act like Jesus is some celestial hippie and everything goes. That's not how it works, people. That's not how it works at all. Uh, there was a story, um, they say that uh, uh, the, uh, uh, was it Pope Jerome, I think it was, um, said that uh, the Apostle John uh, was so old and elderly, they had to pretty much physically carry him to uh, to church services and such. And they said that at the end of every service, he always says, love one another. And, they, you know, it even got to be very repetitive. And they said, why do you uh, keep saying that over and over? And I said, well, he said, um, uh, that is, uh, if people can, more, of course, I'm paraphrasing, that uh, if people could uh, understand that and do that, what a, what a great uh, society we could live in. Now, of course, that's uh, not uh, uh, part of inspired teaching. It's just a story that's been handed down. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But we, we, God's Word does substantiate that in the fact that uh, God's Word tells us the first commandment is to love uh, your neighbor as yourself. And uh, so, you know, we do need to display, do to display God's love uh, in every area and aspect of our lives. Now, is, is it easy to do? No. Particularly when somebody has wronged you, when somebody has hurt you, it's hard to display love. Uh, or when you're in public, it's hard to always display a Christ-like love. You know, uh, just uh, even just yesterday, I was losing my temper. I'll be honest with you, I hate Best Buy with a passion. I hate it. I mean, I'll be honest with you, every time I go in there, I have trouble. Every single time. And uh, so I was trying to do, because apparently, you know, uh, this this virus isn't going away anytime soon. And so I'm going to have to do, uh, whether it's devotions or uh, church services online, uh, probably for for long-term uh, future. And so I uh, was trying to get a better uh, camera and, and uh, microphone to use so to have more clarity and look a little more professional. And the very first person I... Uh, that I, I tried had to chase down to help us, got a little smart with me, and uh, I, just, I just kind of bit my tongue and, and walked off, you know, and uh, so I, just, I kind of was trying to let it go. And then uh, used to, you had to go to one where that geek squad is at, that's where you had to go uh, for tax exempt uh, for church uh, purchases to go there. I waited in line forever, all right? I had two elderly people in front of me 
that uh, had no business with the needed a computer. But <laughs> so finally get up there, and instead of the guy trying to help me, he goes, "Oh, you need to go on the other line over here at customer service." So here I waited all that time. All right, so my my anger is getting up to here. Get all the way over to waited in line for a while at customer service. Finally get in over there. And I uh, said, so this is tax exempt. What's the number? And I gave it. I don't have that. What's another number? Gave another number. That's not it. I said, look, I don't know. I said, because I, I, I've brought, I don't know how much paperwork up to those people. Well, she comes back with the notebook. This is, uh, every one of these have expired. You know, anybody with any sense would have been like, hey, let me get the manager. We'll, we'll take care of it this time, but get your paperwork in. But no, she had to be a little bit of a smart aleck uh, towards me about it. And then, uh, uh, I said, yeah, I had to wait in line forever over here. Well, we moved. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I was just I was just done. You know, I was just done. I walked out, and I, I made it clear uh, that people could hear I hated Best Buy. Right? Was that the proper attitude? No. Was I displaying a Christ-like love? No. Those guys, because I am human, all right, and uh, I, get, I, I don't like rudeness. I can't stand rudeness. And uh, I've worked in customer service. I've worked in retail. I've worked on in telemarketing firms. I, I've done these things. I've been a waiter. So you know, uh, and and I just I cannot stand rudeness. And it just seems like with the that's what they've been embraced on. It seems like with the mask situation, it's as if people have the excuse to be more rude because you can't you know easily identify. Uh, who they are, and so they, they it's almost like uh, the keyboard warriors who get big, bad, and tough behind their computer, but if you met them face-to-face, they curl up in a fetal position and cry if you try to confront them. And uh, so, no, is it always easy to display a Christ-like love? No, there's, uh, we we are, God is instilled with us emotions, uh, God himself has displayed emotions, and um, but our anger is a selfish anger, a prideful anger, and that's why it is sinful. Unlike uh, the uh, uh, the anger that Christ showed uh, was what is referred to as righteous indignation, uh, and why and what he displayed in casting those money changers out of the temple. So there's there's a difference and a distinction between those two. But uh, so you know we do need to display Christ's love in all areas and aspects of our lives. It's not easy to do. The devil knows our weaknesses, and the devil knows that uh, my uh, short fuse uh, is a very big weak point uh, in my life, and I, that's an area that I have to work on. But we, let's be careful. Let us make sure that we are displaying a Christ-like love uh, in all areas of our life, okay? And uh, But let's not condone sin, or let's not confuse that in, in condoning sinful actions, because, you know, the sad thing is, and uh, Darlene said, ditto, rude is ridiculous. Thank you, Darlene. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, it's a sad situation that people who know, who are born-again Christians, who know that, um, uh, say, homosexual, homosexuality is, is wrong, and they understand what God's Word says about it, but, uh, but say they have a son or a daughter who come up and say that they are, are identifying, unfortunately, with that area in their, in their sexuality. All of a sudden, you see a, uh, uh, a flip, and all of a sudden now they're, uh, that parent is trying to condone that sinful action and make excuses for it and misusing uh, the words God is love to condone that action. Hey, you don't have to quit loving your kid just because they're doing something that is biblically wrong or that it, you, know, you can still say, hey, look, I love you. 
what you're doing is wrong. Let's try to get you into some counseling. Let's try to get you into some help uh, and uh, explain lovingly uh, what God's word says in regards to that lifestyle choice, whether it's that or, or you know, pornography, adultery, whatever the case may be. Uh, you know, we can turn to God's word and explain in a loving way. You know, if you're going up to people and say, you know, say you're at um, a local store and, you know, you see someone who is obviously identifying with the opposite sex and you get in their face and you're going to hell, you got to repent. Is that going to draw anybody to Jesus Christ? Is that showing a Christ-like love? No, not at all. You know, uh, you know even Jesus sat with the tax collectors and, and the people that were abhorred and hated and Jesus sat with them and talked to them and explained the truth in love. And that's what we're called to do as Christians, to explain the truth in love. Invite them to church. Uh, it, it, it show Jesus in your actions and attitude. Maybe that will draw them to, to the church. Maybe they will get saved. And through that saved, they, there could be a radical change in their lives. And they can understand that what those actions that they were doing were wrong. But it's, just, it's no different than you walking in somewhere and slapping a beer out of somebody's hand and saying, you're going to hell. When you think that's going to draw... It's, you know, if I wasn't a pastor, if I wasn't actively involved in church, and I was out and, and drinking a beer and say, uh, I don't know, Darlene or Stanton Red or somebody come up and slap that beer out of my hands, or you're going to go to hell, boy, and, and uh, had uh, the family Bible tucked under their arm, <laughs> church would be the last place I'd go. I'd tell you what you could do with yourself and go on. You know, that's not going to draw somebody. That's not showing a Christ-like love. We, we have to stand firm on the gospel. Uh, it's truth, it's foundation, all right? That, that uh, is without dispute. But we have to speak the truth in love. And we show a Christ-like love without condoning, without justifying sin. And that's a real problem with, with area churches and churches across the nation who are now trying to justify sinful actions, sinful uh, lifestyles. Uh, to, so they can show that they are tolerant or that they are inclusive. Well, you know what? I'm standing on God's holy word. And if you got a problem with that, it's not me you got a problem with it. you got a problem with God's word. I want to stand on the truth with the gospel. And if that offends you and makes you melt like a little snowflake, then so be it. But I am standing on the whole word of God. And I want to preach it as lovingly and as nice as I can. But I'm not going to compromise on what it says just to make your feelings uh, you know, better. Uh, it, it is the point to convict so the people understand that, hey, if I don't change, I'm going to spend an eternity in hell. I need Jesus Christ. I need repentance. I need Jesus in my heart so that I can spend that eternity in heaven. And that's our point, my friends. We've got to show a Christ-like love without compromise. And it's, sometimes it's hard to do, but we've got to do what is right in God's eyes. He's the one we're going to stand in front of, not these individuals. We want to be standing in front of God Almighty in judgment. And what are you going to say when he looks at you and asks you, why did you compromise on my word? Why did you justify sin? What about you? I don't want to be in those shoes. So let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. And therefore, our Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to always show a godly love, that agape love. Let us uh, share it with family and friends. Let us not ever compromise with sin to use God's love as a tolerant way to justify uh, cultural standards. But Lord, let us stand on the whole word of God. Let us stand for what is true, what is right, and what is holy. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 
Well, you know what? I was sitting there just finished up praying, and I forgot to pray for uh, our nation. Uh, if you, we need to pray for uh, our nation in general. Uh, I do. We do need to pray for uh, our brother Christ, Ron Thompson, and Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, uh, Troy and Ginger Hood, Linda David Feathers. We need to pray for Jane Kitching, Larry and Donna Knight. Uh, there's many others within the church that uh, need our prayers. There's so many people who are battling uh, COVID right now, uh, more than I've ever seen, even within our own uh, family unit. Uh, we were seeing people uh, battling this. So please keep these individuals in prayer. And uh, make sure that you're, you're, you're having a, a true steady regiment of daily prayer in your lives and Bible study. It's, it's imperative for your growth as a Christian. So be sure that you're doing those things. But Lord willing, tomorrow we'll get back on track and I can remember uh, everything that I, I need to be doing. So bear with me. I got these two weeks have kind of thrown me off here and uh, that's going to take me a little bit to get back into the groove. So uh, but we'll get there. But anyway, I appreciate each and one of y'all for watching. I hope everybody has a great, wonderful, and safe day today. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.